When you're drinking a frozen beverage from McDonald's, your brain may not like how refreshingly cold it is, but the rest of your body, oh yes, it's gonna relish every moment of it because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get all the chill you need for just $1.69 from any size frozen drink like a frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry to a new ice cold lemonade. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. You see it every day. The first dollar you earn from your first customer. Now it hangs on your wall at headquarters. A reminder of where you started and the promise of what's still to come. In part because you rely on Sandy Spring Bank to help you make the right choices on real estate and equipment loans, treasury management, and commercial services. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your business. Visit sandyspringbank.com business. Credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank. Hello, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. It's just Richard Hobbs. Hello everyone, yeah. Just the two of us building fancasts in the sky. Exactly. You and I. <laughs> let's not make this weird for no, us. No, let's you? not. Um, thank you for uh, tuning in this week. Uh, on the podcast this week we're going to talk about uh, the game against uh, Bristol City, preview the game against Blues. We're not going to talk about Borough because why do we need to talk about that? You all know what happened. No, we all know what happened. I mean, um, we all knew what was going to happen anyway. Yeah. But The angst wasn't there as much, I found, after the game. Because everyone knew what was yeah. going to happen. So people were angry, but not to the point of what it's usually like. No, you're sort of set. It's just settling, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know. People are used to it now, yeah. so... It's like having a pint of, I don't know, Carling or Carlsberg. You know it's not going to be a great taste. But you just accept it. Yeah, just accept yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to start off with uh, injuries. Uh, Ebanks Landell um, in that game against Borough got injured. He broke his uh, metatarsal. They all always seem to break the metatarsal, yeah. footballers. So there any like other the... bones in the foot? There must be. Well, your metatarsals are essentially the long bones um, in your foot. So, so your main bones. Yeah, they, they are kind of the five main ones. <laughs> okay, right. So okay. the ones you're most likely going to have it yesterday. Shows um, me how I remember science. Yeah. Good job one of us has got a degree in it. But we're fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's a shame for him. Because yeah. in all of Wolves' bad form, I'd say he's been one of Wolves' best defenders. He's improved, hasn't he, over the last few yeah. weeks? Yeah. Um, and he step, steps up, I think. And yeah. Again, it's a shame for any player to get injured, mm. especially if they're in the first team and kind of improving game by game. Mm. Um, but he's out for the rest of the season now, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, gives a horse a chance to come in. Oh, yeah. It brings up the question about people talk about how um, any about the current form, and people say, well, any team can have injuries, so why is it any different for Wolves? But Wolves have had, now have had. Perhaps barely, perhaps bar Ebanks Landell, five or six of their best players so far, yeah. all out for a long period of time. So does that not put any more sympathy towards Jacket of actually, 
he's trying to work with what he's got. A bit, yes. I mean, I think it's interesting how I think all of the major injuries seem to have happened in-game. Mm. So, Graham, Dicko, Edwards, Ebanks, Landell. So, they've been of a notable major injury. Either way, they've all happened in, in the middle mm-hmm. of the match. And it's not, I mean, most, I mean, the two metatarsal ones were impact injuries. So, yep. you can't really do too much to avoid that injury. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, you know, you know, they needed to sort of stretch more because it's a bone and... You know, there's not a lot we could really do about those ones. With the cruciate ligament ones, I mean, I mean, the Graham one was halfway through the game, and yeah. so was the Dicko one. So it's not like they were sort of understretched or whatever. And I think it's those ones are just really unfortunate. Mm. Again, um, it's a shame that actually how many players we've lost mm. from just. You know, unlucky circumstances. I think it's just that there's a part of me that doesn't fully buy the argument when people say, well, other teams have got injuries so they can cope with it. I always feel like Jackets, if you look at the players who've gone out injured, Jackets almost having to put together a bit of a ragtag team to get through. Which, if you look at the team who start, have started most of the games recently, how many of those players would more likely be on the bench? Oh, yeah. I'm just, and, and surely other teams perhaps wouldn't have. Six or seven injuries to an extent. That's my only. I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to say that Jack hasn't made mistakes tactically and the te- like the formations and mm. what you set up, but there is a part of me that thinks yeah. he's got a bit of credit in the back. Look at the players who has been injured. Yeah, I mean, D- Dicko's the major one. Yeah. And I think Dicko walks into that team um, at the moment. Mm. Graham, you could argue, over, in the eight games he played, he was the best player in mm. at least six of them. Um, Edwards, I think we've missed him, and again, so you'd probably say he gets back into that side, whether you love him or you mm. hate him. Um, you know, we've had Horse was out for a long period of time. Mm. Actually, thinking about it, he was out for almost it must have been about three months. Yeah, it was. It felt like that time. It, fe- it felt yeah. a long time. It was probably like two weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think that's disappointing, but. This season, almost compared to last season, we don't have a team of superstars mm. in the same way that, well, we had Dicophobia and Sacco. Mm. So it almost doesn't feel like it's done as much damage because one had already gone to Palace, you know, one got in, you know, and then it kind of didn't really, mm. the impact wasn't as much there because we kind of just rebranded into this team of average players, yes. Yeah. Um, the other kind of weird injury news is Mike Williamson. Still um, no clear date for when he will return. Uh, Jacket said in an interview this week that it's going <coughs> to be now to do with his glutes. Mm-hmm. With his ass, basically. Yeah. Which, uh, just to, it's uh, just a pain in the bum. <laughs> um. But it's now weird with Williamson because obviously we knew um, he was injured anyway when we signed him because he picked up the injury when he'd gone back to Newcastle and uh, when they recalled him. But now the fact that his injury has either... I think... Am I right in thinking that the injury... The original injury is gone, but now this is a new injury. He's picked up a new one, yeah. And it just... I, I, you can understand from a jacket point of view. You must be frustrated thinking, what, when can I actually play this guy? When is this going to happen? I don't it just seems weird that yeah, this is going on and on. I don't fully understand how we've been able to sign him. I'm guessing they sort of just use the medical from when they signed him on loan or they've just sort of 
skip to medical because it's not a official thing. Yeah. Um, and you know that that's a whole another story, but it feels odd that we've a signed a player who didn't have a comeback date in mind, mm. and he seems to have now almost out of nowhere picked up a new injury that hasn't been described what is it we're coming across problems in his glutes and he can't shake it off it's not saying he's going to be out for another three weeks there seems to be no level of time scale on which I find really mm. odd because if you pull your hamstring or you know to whatever kind of degree you can usually put a half decent time frame on it mm. and this just feels like it's endless because he's been out for well, went since he left Wolves yeah. essentially, so he's been out for three months. It's like, well, when I when he went when he got injured at Newcastle, I was under the impression, and I might be completely wrong, but he pulled his hamstring. Yeah. So that's four weeks, six weeks tops, and then he signs for Wolves, and it doesn't go away, and it's kind of continued, and you know, I can kind of understand like you can get another injury off yeah, back, yeah. Like, but it feels very that something doesn't add up, doesn't no. it? No. All conspiracies. It's what yeah. we like to have. It's what all fans like to have, conspiracies. Um, and that's injuries, really. That's the only news. Nothing else has really been going on. We're coming to the tail end of the season, though. Not really. No. Um, no new contracts being signed. No. Um, We're still waiting for Siggy to get his contract. Yeah. Which won't happen. Still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> As we said, we're not going to talk about the game against Borough because we all know what happened. So we're going to go straight into a more positive note. Wolves' 2-1 win against Bristol City on Tuesday night. Uh, Nathan Byrne with the initial goal. Late into the second half, Bristol City got an equaliser. It all seemed like it was going for a miserable one-all draw. But the man of the moment, Matt Doherty, with a header header in the dying seconds of a game from a Helen free kick, uh, gave Wolves all three points. Um... Let's talk about um, the game in general firstly. Fantastically boring first half. Oh, it. Uh, and it at least a better second half. Genuinely one of. It wasn't even that it was the worst half of footballs I've seen. It was just the most boring. Yeah. I would have rather Wolves be like 3 0 down, I think. Mm. Because at least, like. It wasn't even that we were playing terrible. It's. Well, we were. But <laughs> it was just so monotonous. Yeah. And like. I think it took about five minutes for Wolves to have a shot, and that was a free kick that went over the bar. There was no, you know, there was no life in the stadium. You know, I was there, and I'm probably not great at this, but I was just chatting to the people around me, not even about how we were playing, just catching up, because it was genuinely more interesting than what was happening on the pitch. Yeah. Um, I think it did well. Obviously, the free holding midfielders didn't work. Playing, just booting the ball long to Joe Mason was never going to work. We, I don't yeah. get. We just seem to lack, which we've had the last few weeks. We just seem to lack creativity. Mm. Someone to run behind the defender to to create. We something. don't have. We don't have. I mean, if if it hit our head, we don't have anyone being able to sort of go between the thirds of the pitch. Mm. So whether that's between sort of defence and midfield or midfield and attack, it's sort of like no, you're sticking your bit. But there's no one really can kind of get yeah. into that area, and you know we'll touch on Simon in a second. But he was the difference in that. And the three holding midfielders, I think the way I see it is two of them do okay at any one time. So you know it was all, you know I could see why McDonald got took off because 
his passing was sloppy. Mm. He, he, he wasn't doing anything. But I think that Cody and Savile actually were playing well. Mm. And I've noticed in games previous how, you know, one of them kind of doesn't do anything and the other two do well. And sort of the third guy, you know, he's almost a third wheel in that relationship and doesn't kind of contribute anything, just gets in the way. And I just think if Dave Edwards was fit, he'd be the one, or, you know, a attacking player because we just need someone who's 10 yards further forward and giving the two of us an outlet. It felt very much like, I think Wolves only had maybe what, one or two shots on target yeah. first half. It felt much Bristol City's game plan were to sit deep, which we haven't seen at Money for a while, for the no. away team to sit deep and go on the counter because it's usually, it's been quite the other way around. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Bristol kind of came with a game plan of being yeah. sort of quite deep and, you know, they played a it little... Worked, didn't yeah, it worked, Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> perhaps sort of lot... You know, it ended up all sort of having to resort to kicking the ball long to Joe Mason when he's playing up against Aidan Flint, who's mm. six foot six. It's not going to work. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's just poor, isn't it, that we're against 20th in the league at home and we go for a really defensive 4-5-1. Mm. You know, it it says that the managed jacket just does not have mm. the guts, I guess, or mm. the confidence in himself to play an attacking team mm. um, from the start. And it was it was nice to see at half-time he changed it up, and it made a difference. And, yeah, we conceded a goal, and you could argue that because we were a bit more open and we were playing a 4-4-1-1 or yeah. whatever... But I'd almost rather see that. Mm. And, you know, I'm, I'm usually someone who's very pragmatic and I'd rather see Wolves sort of a lot of time win 1 0 rather than 4 3. Yeah. But we needed he needed to do something to get fans going again. Um, and hopefully that sort of second half performance can mm. kind of get, you know, the fans back on side because at the end of the day we've got the win. Um, Get some early birds signed up. Yeah, actually, we're new, Jack. Let's let's talk about the uh, the goals, and then we'll go on to uh, Doherty. Because um, Doherty is like I figured out, Doherty's assisted technically the last four goals. Oh yeah. Scored. yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, for someone who I've never been his greatest fan, because I think he sort of drifts off defensively, mm. playing at left back because it's a natural position. I think he tries harder to make sure he doesn't mess up. Because mm. like, right, I'm not used to this. I'll do the basic things right defensively. Okay, mm. I can do that. And, but I'm also good at going forward, so I'll do that. And he's just excelling. He's mm. like, like a young Dennis Irwin. <laughs> Especially <laughs> since the start of the season, him going forward has, like you've said, has excelled. You've, you've, I've never seen him as confident. He's always, and he's striking the balls. Fantastic. Yeah. He's always been decent going forward. Yeah. Um, and he's not terribly defensively. He just, have la- he just has lapses in concentration especially after he's gone forward, I find. So mm. like you'll see him sort of jogging back or switch off mm. um, occasionally. And he's he's not a bad player, and I've probably called him out slightly more times than I should do. But he's def- you know, he's been solid as anything on mm. um, a left back, which, you know, is it's great for him and he's found sort of a, you know, a next level in form and well no, exactly. I mean, I, th- I, th- I think if I'm right in thinking this, at last season at one point he was third choice left back because wouldn't have Hawes been yeah. been there, and then technically Goldborn would have been in front of him. Yeah. 
So to think of last season that he's gone from... Well, even earlier and this all season. Those, yeah, he, he, and yeah. even at one point this season, Goldburn obviously was still there. Yeah. I mean, at the start of this season, he was second-choice right-back mm. uh, behind Iortha. And, you know, you wouldn't really question it. No. Um, it's just ridiculous how... He's another one of those players where people have different opinions, don't they? He's, I think he's still a Marmot player. Okay, he's doing yeah. well, so people will be more on board with him, but... When he's I'm definitely like that. I'm definitely yeah. fickle when it comes to him. Um, <laughs> I can't, I, you know, I'll, I'll kind of happily admit it because, you know, I like, I like my team's defenders to defend first and make yeah. sure you get that down. And he's definitely almost a modern fullback, isn't he? In that regards, and he likes to get forward. And you know, the coming back isn't always what they what he wants to do. Yeah. Um, but having said that, playing left back the last few games. You know, he, when he was doing it, even when um, Graham was in the side, and sort of he had to be almost the more mature, mm. more mature player on that side, and you know, be a better player because yeah. of it. And he seems to have kind of developed that. He's got a good relationship with Helan. I was going to say because I think it's, it's worked really well with him with Helan Hel- on, on yeah, the left side. They seem to work well together. Yeah, I mean, it's he, like that Sacco goalball relationship yeah. they had on that on, on the ro- the left, left wing. Yeah, yeah. Left, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's. I mean, it's great to see. Sort of, Helan seems to have settled in mm. quite nicely. Um, you know, and it, it is probably just because he's actually got someone in front of him who kind of holds the line in the same mm. way. Great, you know, and actually having a natural winger, it brings more confidence in Doherty to get forward because he knows he's got someone he can play with and yeah. someone he's got confidence in. So, you know, if if I'm going to overlap you. Are you going to be able to pass the ball to me, and you know, and I'm like, you going to create the space for me, and mm. both Graham and um, Helen have been doing it for him. Let's talk about the goals then. Uh, firstly, uh, talk about, talk, talking about talking about talking about Maximus. Yeah, <laughs> talking about glutens. Um, burn with his ass. My God. Lovely goal, wasn't it? Just I, about though. I don't. He always it. seemed to trip over after the ball yeah. went I, through him. It's or? always like I don't understand how he managed to physically do it. No. Um, it was like he went to shoot, slipped over, and then slid into the goal and sort of just took the ball with him. Yeah. Um, it was great work from Doherty at the start. Oh, yeah. Great it was work. great work on that left wing. Yeah. Again, sort of what we're noting about. Could you imagine if that hadn't gone in? Oh, I've. Doherty had been like, what are you doing? I've done all. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised Doherty for a second just didn't kind of shoot himself, and then all of a sudden he rolls it from what could only be a yard out. Yeah. Um, you know. That no pictures on the scoreboard. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank the Lord. Because you, we'll f- I was going to say we'll never forget a goal, a player, one player who scored with his ass. But you know, in six weeks' time or six months' time, or whatever, you yeah. see, oh yeah, Wolves won two one and Burns scored that game. You're not going to go, yeah, but he scored it with his ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, you, it's going to be like, oh, no, it's fine. What I'd like to see someone do now is take that bit when he scores and do like a. Um, no, it's not Lauren Hardy. You know the the do do do. How does it go? Benny Hill. Hill. That's it. And do that. Have it go back and forth. Yeah. I think that would really work. But yeah, it was an unusual goal to see. Yeah. But it went in. Who cares? Yeah. I'd rather see him just kicking him. Yeah. For funnies. And then a few seconds later, it could have got even better. And words for a former uh, Wolves fancast player of the season, Scott Goldball nearly scoring an own goal on the same I post from that. a yard out. I love how casual he was. 
it, you know, I'm sure, sort of, from his point of view, it's like, it's a, it's half a yard wide. Okay. It, oh, I'm not worried about it. I need to knock this out for a corner. But everyone around him and in the stands was like, he just so, it looked like he was trying to pass it into the back yeah, of his yeah. net like he was playing football in the park. Or like he forgot he was playing for Bristol for momentarily. Yeah. He was around Molyneux. He's like, he just had that phase of, yeah. am I back at Wolves? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait. Oh, crap. <laughs> It was a shame he wasn't wearing um, some sort of unmatching underlay top, I think. He wasn't wearing an undershirt, was he? No, he was just in shirt. Was that was the first thing I checked. That, how sad is that? Yeah. That's the first thing I checked when I saw him. You were on a Scott shirt watch. I was on Scott yeah. shirt watch. And I was like, where is his undershirt? Yeah. How dare he not wear one? I want to see him now See, this is why we need press access, so we can sort of ask the big questions <laughs> to our players. Most much. <laughs> One all we're asking for is one question for one player a game. Yeah, it's all we like, ask for. Like not not a big interview, just every week we can just throw a question. Well, we so have... we can be asked like, how do you think of a game? You know, what do you think your future is at the club? And then, do you prefer ketchup or brown sauce? And those, you know, just yeah, the comical element of the yeah. interview. We've got to, it's got, got to start to be integrated in these interviews now. Yeah, it's what all the hipsters are doing. Just. Just yeah. let us do it. Yeah, we we can ask serious questions if you want. Yeah, but but it won't g- be as good. Let's give the listeners what they want. I know we could give stats on I don't know forty two percent of players say they prefer taking short range corners and they get a better ratio of goals yeah. of two to five five point nine. What do you think of that? That'd be boring. Yeah. Obviously, I've made it up on the spot, but that'd be boring. Yeah. If I ask what you prefer, live cooking or SMTV live. Ooh. Exactly. That, 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 now that, that, that only, those are the big questions. Now that, that only doesn't get the interviewee thinking. All the people around you who oh, are asking yeah. questions are going, oh, hang on a second. What would I? I'm going to tell the missus that tonight when I go home. Like, what I, would you go for? Live kicking or SMTV? I was an SMTV guy. I think I prefer live and kicking. Mm. Two dividing camps. Yeah. Civil War. I know. I think. Civil War. But yeah, it's all we're asking for, one question. Yeah. Although they probably say that we're usually in the programme every week with those Twitter questions, so yeah. they'll probably let us I have mean, that one, though. Yeah, but it'd be funny to have it recorded in person. Yeah. I know, I know we, we know this makes its way around the place. We know that on a Thursday morning before training, on Danny the... Bartz puts it on the Beats pill. And just <laughs> <laughs> on the pre- and post-match Kenny interviews, <laughs> you just get us randomly popping up. And now it's the fancast <laughs> question of the week. Question yeah. of the week. Sponsored by. <laughs> Kenny, I know you lost 4 0 last week, but. Um... What do you think about Brexit? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then um, Bristol City equalised. Get back onto the serious stuff now. Yeah. Uh, equalised late in the second half. It felt like it was coming, wasn't it? And yeah. I well, offer, we'd switched off a gear. I also switched off. Well, he's done yeah. a couple of times this season, yeah. hasn't he? And He'll do that. It was yeah. an easy goal to, to go to concede. I think of all the players you're going to mark, potentially Aidan Flint. Who's got over twenty goals in the last two seasons? I think mm. he has a phenomenal goal re- goal record. Um, he, I'm sure he got like fourteen in the league last year, yeah. and he's got six this year. He and for us to drift off, and it was to be fair, it was a smart finish. And you know, but you've got to be stopping a ball that's looped all the way across the pitch to a far post, and you know, you you've got to look at Iolfa for that. Yeah. Um, which is a shame, and his form's just dropped off like an absolute cliff. And you know, you always if Ebanks Landell hadn't got injured, there could be an argument to move Doherty back to right back, play Hawes at left back, 
and drop by off. Yeah, because he had that breakout season, didn't he, last year? Yeah. And he, he, it, is it because, though, he just hasn't seemed to have... The shine of that impact has kind of worn off a bit now? I think so. I think he probably got away with slightly more last season because it was his, you know, he was new to the side. And it's easy to forget this is, like, his only second... Mm. And it's not like he's been terrible, but I think now that he's settled into the side, it's easier to see his flaws. So, mm. for example, I've never seen him do a good cross. Okay, yeah. And it's almost easy. I mean, you could, and to be fair, he probably never did any good crosses last season, mm. but you pick a bit more now when you when you always know he's playing it for yeah, week. Yeah. Um, that's it, he said. He's still a solid right back. Mm. You know, even if he switches off for a goal, he's not he's not playing terrible, which almost almost sums up Wolf season, doesn't it? You <laughs> just, know, just average, he's just, just leveling You know, he's not putting any great performances, but he's not messing up completely. A good yeah. C plus B minus. Yeah, just coasting through. School. Yeah, he is. Co- yeah, they're coasting. <laughs> yeah. They, they've seen the six weeks holiday round yeah. the corner. No, no exams this I've done, year. I've done the basic amount of revision I need to <laughs> yeah. do to pass this exam. Yeah. Uh, now, the big moment, of course, which I don't think any of us really saw coming when most people are left thinking, yeah. well, this is it. I'm going to go home early, get ready for it tomorrow. Doty's header. Lovely header. I thought it was almost weird to see because mm. the ball came so deep. Mm. And I think Bart challenged the goalkeeper. And usually that situation, you're like, there's going to be a free kick here. Well, looking at the highlights, he looked like the keeper completely missed he, the catch. He, oh, yeah, he had, he'd come flying out and missed the ball. Mm. And it was a great header by Doherty, because, mm. yeah, he's a yard out, but he's not in line with the goal, as far as I remember. He's like mm. half, you know, he's got to make sure he makes that header, because it was essentially, well, last minute of the game. Um, and as we said earlier, he's in a great run of form. And if anyone deserved a goal that game... Oh, yeah, it was yeah. him. yeah. But it almost felt like when it first went in, it hadn't actually happened. If that makes yeah, sense, I know what you mean. It took me a second to react. Of oh, we've scored. Oh, yeah. What's going on? And then we nearly. What what I, I thought then? I thought right, we're wasting time a bit. So he's going to add another minute of an extra time. Please don't give this away, Wolves. And not that <laughs> not that we nearly did, but a god had that header, which was a great turn yeah. of a header. Yeah, it, it just no, went completely no way of goal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Dover, uh, when asked by Tim Spears post-match about that goal, uh, his answer was, that's why we play the game. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's a good answer. That's when he should have dropped the mic. I, I, assume, I assume like there were sort of things he said afterwards, but that's all he needed to no, say. That, I hope that's how he ended the yeah. interview. Just had a and little, won some shades afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> a little Carlsberg in his hands. Yeah. That's, that's how we play the game. Well, walks out. He's going to have Carlsberg because he's a working man's man for match, of course. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And as he walks out, it's like Eminem um, being <laughs> yeah. in the background. And then the film just cuts to black. Yeah. The Matt Doherty story. <laughs> um, so, yeah, great goal. Matt Doherty the film? Oh, well, I've always thought he's got his sideburns. So, yeah. I've always thought when it was him, Jacobs, and Henry when Henry first started, Henry yeah. first started with sideburns. They all look like Wolverine. Okay. So I, I'd say Hugh Jackman, yeah. but then when I found out that Matt Doherty's actually 24, and I still feel really old, when I found out Jordan Graham only turned 21 at yeah. the weekend, I don't know who'd play Matt Doherty. Suggestions, people. Um, uh, do we do see fan cast, Matt Doherty? Um, what would you, who would play him in the Matt Doherty film, which, would, which is about how he's turning into his spiral leader this season? 
And have you got any suggestions, Rich, from that Doty in the See, film? Have you ever seen the film Snatch? With Brad, basic, um, Brad Pitt plays an Irish gypsy. I haven't seen it. I know of the film. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking Brad Pitt akin to that. Problem is, it was fifteen, about nearly twenty years ago. So, Brad so Pitt, it's probably not in Brad Pitt's range anymore. So we need Brad Pitt from the past. Yeah, we need Brad Pitt from about ninety seven. I bet he's loving this, Matt Doherty. Yeah. Brad Pitt, I'll tell you. <laughs> he, he's had Brad Pitt New Jackman. Who else? Could not have. I've seen suggestions. I can't think of any bit yeah. off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, Matt Doherty in a film. This is totally sound like Alan Partridge. This is. It, the you, more we do this now, you make it sound like there's a problem with <laughs> that. More of Alan. Um, second, on, um, Zyro made the difference coming on. He did, yeah. Yeah, definitely made the difference coming on. Man of the match was Doherty. Oh, by far. Working man of the, man of the match. Still Doherty. Well, he, he got a goal and an assist from left back. Yeah. Um, any other notable performances last night? Um, Tuesday night, that is. Yeah. I thought Savile had quite a good yeah. game. Um, problem, he needs to decide what kind of player he wants to be. Yeah. Whether he wants to... Whether he wants to be Messi or Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Again, how all players are divided. Yeah. Um, no, because he can pass a ball nicely and he's got decent control, but he needs to learn either how to sort of take the game by the scruff of its neck... Yeah. Or he needs to sort of just be... If he wants to sort of be someone who just kind of goes through the motions, then he's kind of got to step it up to another level in someone like, I don't know, Leon Britton and be a metronomic midfielder. Or he's got to almost be a bit more, you know, aggressive in midfield and win the ball. Or he's got to do a bit more going forward. And he seems to kind of just do... A bit of everything, and yeah, he, he almost knows he's quite good at doing most things, but doesn't have the capability of mm. doing any of them to a really good degree, which is probably why he's so frustrating, I think. Uh, and one of the points I want to just fi- nearly finish on before we finish on Bristol City, Nathan Byrne, I didn't think he had the best of games last no. night. He's had a, a, a run of games now. We were all asking him to yeah. run of games. Does this show yet whether we were wrong in the fact that we thought he had something about okay, him? or yeah. Do you see what I mean? I, I'm oh. just wondering now whether, as fans, we were asking for him to start. We thought he had something about him because when we saw him as a sub, he did have something about him. Now he's been starting. He hasn't linked up to, to much that I thought he would. Mm. I don't know what your thoughts of on that is. I think he, are, did, he did very well against Derby. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone did great against Middlesbrough. Hmm. I think he might be sort of one of those who, because of the type of player he is, he's almost better against better teams mm. because it means he can use his pace a bit more to yeah. kind of pressure them. When last night, he, because he almost, you know, the, as you said, sort of Bristol was so deep, mm. it kind of almost relied on him to be a better crosser of the ball, mm. which isn't really his game, and he's not that, he's not good enough at getting. He doesn't look like he can kick a ball very far. If you know what I mean, like, oh, or kick a ball very high either. Yeah. Like his crosses sort of seem to sort of hit the first or second man at not particularly high height or even at much speed. I kind of think, and almost like Sean White Phillips. I'm just wondering um, whether he's a better player to come off off the bench than he's to start. Potentially, I mean, it, it might just depend on the opposition. You know, if. If you've got, I've got him slash Van La Power, who are sort of more speed and that kind of style, but you've got Henry, who's more industrious, but 
arguably better quality on the ball. Mm. You know, it's, it's going to depend on who we're up against and how we want to play. Um, I, I do like Byrne, and I think his mm. pace definitely gives you something. But he needs to, like, he just needs to improve a bit, yeah. doesn't he? He needs to get you. He's never played at this level before, as far as mm. I'm aware. Um, and I think he, there's definitely some good parts to his game. So, you know, yeah, he fluffed up the finish last night. But he still got into that position, yeah. which, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if other players could have done. Um, and yeah, you know, he's not got a bad goal scoring record so far this season, or even as he's got and he's got some assists under his belt. Again, he might be one of those who pushes on next season. Yeah. Um, fingers crossed. We never know. And all in all, then we've got the win. Yeah, that was the thing. Two back to back home wins. Yeah, which is nice to say. We're conf- we're now. I mean, we're shooting for the playoffs now, aren't we? Yeah, well, we're 11 points clear of relegation, which is still scary to say, saying that we've got, only got 10 games left. Yeah, I, I still think we're... Get a couple more wins and I think yeah, I'll be it, a bit more happy. As soon as we get over 50 points, <laughs> yeah. then, then, the, uh, then the sun hats will come. Yeah. I was going to say, we've got bits on, we've got answers back on who would play Matt Doherty in a film. <laughs> right, Okay. Interestingly, Ash Wood, um, at Ashley Wood 25, says Hugh Jackman. See? Yeah. Hugh Jackman. Stephen so. Williamson's gone for Ben Affleck, which I... I know, because Ben Affleck has got range. I re- <laughs> <laughs> He's got range. <laughs> Listen, he... Not daredevil Ben Affleck, though. Oh, no. 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 Maybe like, for Argo, maybe not Gone Girl, that'll be a bit. Argo Ben Affleck, yeah, yeah I'll tell you that. Hopefully, Hopefully Batman Ben yes. Affleck. I'm still a bit conscious about that, yeah. but I'll take that. And was, um, was there one more as well? There was, which was from Danny Resmond. Um, oh, no, Rosamond. Yeah, Rosamond, sorry, Danny. Um, who said Ali G. I, yeah. I, well, I can't argue that he's a character, not an actor, but... Ben Affleck, that's it. That's I, think ben Aff- I think Ben yeah. Affleck's a solid, okay. solid, solid choice. Solid yeah. choice. We'll, we'll contact Ben's people. Yeah, that's what he says. Okay. We'll talk. Their agents will talk to their agents. will talk to our agents. Who won't talk to us? <laughs> <laughs> so it's the uh, final part of the podcast, which is to preview this weekend's game um, against Blues. It's a local derby. It's on Sky, of course. Another game on Sky. We're loving these Sky games. Uh, Sunday. A third of our fixtures have been on Sky this well, season. Yeah, well, our last three of our last four games have been on Sky. Magnificent, <laughs> magnificent. Um, it's a quarter past one uh, kickoff um, early on the season. Wolves won two nil at St Andrews in one of our better performances yeah, this season. Yeah, it was. Uh, at Edwards and Ojo blasting oh. past there uh, with the I'd goals. I've almost forgotten about Ojo <laughs> for a second. Like he forgot about Wolves where he deleted off all his social media yeah, accounts. Yeah, that was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, um, it's nice to show your love. <laughs> um, some stats on Birmingham City at the moment in the season. They won away last on January the 16th, which was 3 0 away to Derby, which is a great result given the fact that we can't ever seem to beat Derby. We, we Derby. beat them at home. Yeah, I was going to say, we just do it at home. We're both, team. we're almost both each other's bogey teams, aren't yeah. we, for opposite grounds? Derby hate playing at Molyneux, we hate yeah. also playing at um, Pride Park. It's Pride Park, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Or the iPro yeah, Stadium. Um, now, since. Including that game, they've only won twice away since late October. Sweet. It's a little stat to keep in mind if you're going to put a bet on this game. Um, Birmingham, ninth in the league. Uh, the two points off playoffs with a game in hand. 
the last game uh, they lost 2 0 away to Blackburn, which uh, Gary Rowett wasn't very happy about some uh, refereeing decisions. We've moved on from the Bristol game. Um, oh, Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson's the, yeah. quotes, which I thought were. I thought it was the lowest common denominator. What did you think of that? The whole thing of Danny Barclay their player, it? Their player went down when Wolves were on for break. Yeah. Now, I I think it would have been, you know, we should have had possession back, if anything. Mm. So I thought that's what we were going to... That's what. Well, I thought, I thought they, they should have just kicked it back to Akimi. Mm. If I was Danny Barclay, I'd have done the same thing and hoofed it out for a throw-in. Mm. As far down in that corner as possible. It's a bit unsporting, but... We should have got the ball back, and we've claimed some territory in a way. So, like American football, we've yeah. Some territory. But you, you know, if it's you know, we've claimed what were you know otherwise you know what was fifty, sixty yards. Mm. Um, but there's still almost been a couple of phases of play, and they've still given away a free kick. Mm. They've still, and then their goalies missed the flight of the ball, and we still scored. So he might, he might be annoyed, but and if the shoe was on the other foot. Wouldn't be complaining. I don't think I would be complaining because, you know, I, if I was for Bristol, I, Bristol City captain or whoever, no, no, we'll kick it back to you. Mm. And to be honest, Bristol could have just easily have just kicked it in the corner as well yeah. and been a set. Now I'd have been annoyed about if they just kicked it back to Martinez and we'd then hoofed the ball at the field, won a free kick, and the same thing happened again. Would he have any complaints? No. And well, oh well, yeah, oh but, well, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Gary Rowett, he was on a bit of a mad one on Saturday, wasn't he? Still taking down at Molyneux as manager? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. He <laughs> seems to be quite good at his job, doesn't he? Uh, Blues are doing great, aren't they? This is, we talk about, you know, what, what we've just mentioned there. Gary Rowett has done a great job with limited money. Yeah, I mean, he's put a lot of focus on just making sure they defend well. Yeah. Um, I've got their who scored ratings in front of me and sort of their... One, two, three, four, five, six top-performing players, apparently, are all defenders or defensive players. Ah, okay. Um, interestingly, um, I think that probably says a lot of volumes. I think when he had his first game in charge down Molyneux, uh, Rowett, he played 4-1-4-1, and it was a boring 0-0 draw. And he's almost, you know, they play on the counter-attack, mm. but they set, you know, to play on the counter-attack, you need to have a good defence. Yeah. And, you know, They've put a real line of making sure that they kind of only, you know, they don't concede many goals, and they'll try and get you on the break. And then mm. as soon as the game opens up, that's when they'll get numbers two goals, number two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, considering they've had barely any money, um, you know, he's done a great job. Um, so the team for Wolves for Sunday then, um, as long as he's come through that game, okay. Zyro to start, oh, you're gonna think. Up front, yeah, I, I probably um, I'd start the team who starts the second, started the second mm. half, which would probably mean no McDonald. Ooh, because um, I think Cody's playing well at the moment, mm-hmm. and I think he's 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 the only player who's sort of looking to go forward, mm. and I think him and Savile are slowly developing a decent partnership, but. I don't. As I said, you can't have all three of them playing. It's a, it's just a mess. Do you think Mason can play up front? Because I can't. I don't see him as. A, I can see him playing on. The, I can see him playing on the last man. Yeah. And like so, Harry scored well both his goal against um, Bolton. Mm. He can't lead a line though. Yeah. 
and you're going to need someone like Zyro running off him or you're going to need someone else up there because it's it, it, it just clearly doesn't suit him. Um, I should know whether I see him more as a number 10 than a a strike yeah. if you know what I mean. I think it, I'm, I'm not sure he's got the overall awareness and creativity maybe. Um, I, only time will tell but um, and he's only he's only actually played in a number ten position once, I think. He hasn't played. He hasn't sort of played in that position a lot. It's usually like Siggy plays in that position. He flicks it on. Um, I, I, I'd be interested to see him play there with someone like Zyro or mm. a actual centre forward, fit, fit finding centre mm. forward. Um, but the same team basically, though. Same, same team. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think there's a lot. You can actually change about it. To be no, honest, no. It's fair, like, with who we've got available, yeah. there's not many changes. No. Um, oh, you didn't say Connor Hunt played well. Yeah. Um, in the sort of ten minutes he was on, he looked bright. Nearly scored after a, I know. a three or four touches. Yeah. It would have been a great debut. Yeah. He's a new Jordan Gray. I tell you. <laughs> yeah. I tell you. <laughs> there was a stat going around um, earlier on the season about the number of players that have made league appearances for Wolves, mm. and somebody has now said that should that stat with Connor Hunt coming on. Should be at nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-seven. So we need three more to get to the big. So you would think that by next season we'll have. We should. It. Oh yeah. But if three new signings debut at the Which same game, who becomes the one thousandth person that everybody can, you know, do the big PR thing over? How does that work? Is it does it go from defence to attack to defence? You would think be so? Because you've got two, the team three. sheet. It's usually in. It's not usually in number order, is it? No. Hmm. What we need, we just need Wolves to stagger it, don't we? We need someone to give us an answer. That's the important question. Yeah, of how that's not about financial it. accounts that's been going around. Yeah, how do we've you skipped t- over that? Yeah. haven't we? We need to know how do you rank the thousandth player. That's what we need to know. So Conlon did play well, uh, but so yeah, same. I, I agree with uh, Richard. Say same team for that. Um, so predictions then for Sunday. What's your gut telling you as now of Wednesday night recording for uh, Wolves Birmingham in the derby? Two no wolves. Again. Two no confidence. I think, I think we'll do six points on them. We'll Ooh. Do, yeah. We need those points to guarantee safety. Well, we do. Yeah. <laughs> we need those points to make sure we're solidly retained. Yeah. Um, what got the moment is telling me oh, one one. Okay, I don't know if we'll okay. win it. I know this is whole thing about Birmingham have won from away very well this year, or this season. Sorry, which I found out doing that research, but. I think Birmingham have still got something about them this season. I think they'll come with more confidence than we'll have. Yeah. Be but Matt Doherty with the solid oh, left back. Like I, mean, Matt Sons, I mean, Matt Doherty in my eyes is going to get both those goals. He's so. the new face of Wolves. He's the poster boy. He's overtaken Jordan Graham. <laughs> our right back playing at left back is our uh, poster boy. Yeah. Yeah. Let that sink in. Was an interesting tweet just in. Go on. From David uh, Wilding. Okay, yeah. Hate to be that guy, but there's no C in Doherty. Shouldn't it be the Doe? It's a good point, but everyone calls him Doc. Yeah, I think he he's even referred to as Doc. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not going to call himself the Doe. Doe. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, I think... I think that's one to bring up with Matt himself, David. Yeah. Address you know, that to his uh, Twitter account. If he's got a better nickname that he wants to be referred to within reason, but he hasn't given himself. Well, I want to see him now. Somebody should make a a picture of him dressed up as a Doctor Who. Yeah. 
but either a, a, a different one or a new Doctor Who. I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking Tom Baker. Tom Baker classic. I think that's the classic. Scarf. If, if, yeah, because if you think Doctor Who, I immediately think Scarf. Yeah, you think in the Tom Baker look. Yeah. Canine in the, yeah. In the corner, yeah. Why not? Or just in like some medical scrubs. I'm, I'm happy with either. <laughs> you know, who would be. If you com- could do a mock up of House with the letters, but with Doherty. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll go. With, I'm just going to be our poll now. <laughs> Let's go with some Photoshop people out there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so one one. I'm going for. Yeah. And you'll go for two nil. Yeah. And just to finish on this week's podcast, let's quickly do Twitter questions because I think we've only had a couple in. Um, and the first one was from uh, Matt Locke talking about that both Hunt and Bright came on and impressed. Uh, would you start them Saturday or keep keep the team that started the second half? We we've just kind of. Said that yeah. anyway. I don't think I'd. St- I don't think I'd start Bright. But I keep Hunt on the bench. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. I think, I think Hunt's definitely. I mean, Bright was only on the bench because uh, Lafondra's wife was having a baby. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, Bright's very raw. He's he's got yeah. something about him. Don't get me wrong, but he needs a uh, he needs some time in a lower league. Lower he needs league. to go on loan basically, yeah. doesn't yeah. he? And I think kind of Hunt. I know it was only a few minutes cameo, but he yeah. seemed to have something about him straight De- away. Definitely, I can see why there's been a lot of hype about him. And he might be someone who needs a loan as well, but Hunt seems more ready for first-team stuff. Um, but yeah, I think be tempted to drop K-Mac after Saturday. Well, it's not even that he was terrible, but just of how well we played comparatively second mm. half when he wasn't on the pitch. And there's a reason why he was taken off from Cody and Sample weren't. Um, another question, uh, Mikey Burrows, uh, will Conor Cody interrupt the title match at Wolf Mania with his patented code breaker? I, I can't tell you. No. You've got to tune into Wolf Mania yeah. to find out. That's the whole point. Yeah. But I like it that people within the club are interested to know what's going to happen at Wolf Mania. It's a big event. I think they're scared more than anything <laughs> else. Well, they've already got enough injuries. Yeah. They don't want to injure players even more. What date is it, sorry? 3rd of April. 3rd of April. It's my birthday, just to point out there. So, it's uh, it's me on Twitter. Dave, Dave, you can review cake. No, Wolf Mania's I've got off. work to do. Come on. So, uh, you'll just have to find out, Mikey. 3rd of April. Although I do like the nickname Codebreaker. Yeah. It's that, very... that will make it into the uh, starting Fancast 11 next time he plays, I think. Instead of just Scouse or whatever. We'll officially change it. Yeah. Instead of Scouse. Can we need to do the better I'm not... Yeah. It, I mean, we, sh- we phoned that one in, didn't we? Yeah. All the others are, you know... Systematically and long and hard fought over. <laughs> yeah. But Codebreaker, we'll have that. Codebreaker, we'll yeah. have Codebreaker, I like it. Yeah. Um, and one final question has just come in. Oh, yeah. Uh, what has happened to Danny Bart? Well, as far as I'm aware, he's still playing for Wolves. Yeah. So he hasn't disappeared. I was going to say, we missed something <laughs> in the recording. Oh, God, what's happened to him? Oh, we're out of date again. Yeah, I, um, it just, I think oh, I with know. other things, it's, it's gone under the carpet slightly again, <clears throat> performance wise, hasn't it? Yeah, I think. And when Willisman comes back, it's the question of will he be dropped or will he be partnered yeah. with, with Danny Bart? I think he did very well in League One in sort of a wave of optimism. He's got big flaws to his game um, and he he dates back to sort of defenders from, you know, 20 years ago <clears throat> and he needs a bit more about his game at yeah. this level. Um but then again, you've got players like Wes Morgan, who are probably similar ilk, but several years older. And it's whether he can, you know, if he's good at what he's doing, then great. But he's still got flaws to his game. Mm. And whether he can make it long term 
in the Premier League, who knows? But it's for another podcast. Yeah. Um, and that's it, I think, because that's all we've got time for. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website or web solution, check them out at operacreative.com. Uh, we've recorded our podcast this week once again at the offices at Made in Midlands. If you want to find out more about them, check them out at Made in the Midlands. www.madeinthemidlands.com. That's the website. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much for them for letting us record their podcast at their offices. Uh, follow us all the time on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, websites. Uh, just type in Wolves Fancast on your search engine or on your social media channels. You'll find us there. And we'll be back next week to review that local derby against Birmingham. And I believe it's Burnley away after that. It is, yeah. Great back-to-back games, that is. We've got all the Bs at the minute. Yeah. Borough, te- okay, technically. Borough. Borough. We'll say Borough. Bristol. Yeah. Birmingham. I forgot yeah. what Bs then. And Burnley. Yeah. It's all perfect for us. It's a shame we don't have Bolton and Blackburn coming up afterwards. <sighs> We've still, we still got Blackburn to play at home. I'm going to say yes. We do, yeah. No, we do, yeah. <laughs> we do. Fine. Uh, so we'll be reviewing that game against Birmingham City. So thank you very much for listening once again. But for this week, on this very snug edition of the podcast, it's bye from Rich. Until next time. And it's bye from me. See you next time. <laughs>